What's up, everyone? It's December 26, 2019. You guys listen to the Dub Jelson podcast. Uh, before we start, I just want to apologize for the uh, lack of content that I've been putting out. Uh, we had finals two weeks ago, and so I didn't want to um, distract myself any more than I already was. And then um, after I got home, I was spending a lot of time with my family. But since it's uh, past Christmas, I'm going to start uploading a lot more now. And then news for the podcast, um, I'm going to start trying out um, video interviews and podcasts with a GoPro that I've um, one of my friends has lent me. I don't know how many I'll put up or if I'll put up any. I'm just playing around with it right now. So if anyone has any... Um, Word I'm looking for. Ideas. Yeah, any ideas for it? Um, I'm open to them. And then tomorrow I'm going to look at T-shirts uh, to get for the podcast. So hopefully I'll get those um, pretty soon. They'll only be like ten dollars, but that's the price of making them. I need to make my money back. So I'm a broke college student. And then um, upcoming on the podcast, it's going to be a lot of my friends coming on. And then um, hopefully I'll get a time with Flex Standard. They're a, um, they have a YouTube channel where they play pranks and such. So that'll be fun. And then um, Saturday I'm doing one with um, Zach Tune and Dalton Davis. Zach Tune is a football player for Purdue. And then Dalton Davis plays for uh, Finley in Ohio. All right. So today I got my boy Jacob Tiemann. What's up, brother? Hello, dog. Doing all right? Yeah. How are you? Doing well. How was Christmas? Not too bad. I'm just glad to be home. Yeah. Got this extended break, you know, a month long. So it's been good to kind of reconnect with my friends, uh, hang out with the family, just uh, be able to be back in town. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's not even about, like, not having schoolwork. It's just being able to chill. Right. And, like, see everyone. Because it sucks. Because people can't come up to Purdue or I can't go down there or whatever because we're busy. But, I mean, we're home for, what, a month? When do you go back? I go back like January 14th, I think, Same. first day of classes. So. That's when we go back. But, I mean, it's it's super nice to just be able to just chill and hang out with everyone. This sucks not seeing people. For sure. How was this past semester for you? Well, it was good. It was a lot better than, you know, previous semesters. I feel like <laughs> I finally got my feet on the ground and, uh, you know, I've just been a little bit more familiar with schoolwork and uh, obviously baseball. Yeah. How's that going? It's going well, man. Um, uh, we're still a little young. You know, mm-hmm. We've got some freshmen coming in that have got some talent. Um, we just need to get them working in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, pulling for the national championship that we're all kind of going for. But, uh, no, it's going well. Um, we had a couple kids graduate last year, uh, one of which was um, first baseman. So, mm-hmm. hopefully I'll be stepping into that role. Um, looking forward to that. But yeah, no, things are going really well. So. Yeah, I'm gonna try to come out for a game in probably March. Yeah, but I don't know. I have to check my schedule. I'm going yeah. to Ohio for the UFC March 28th. It'll probably be that week. Yeah, but, um, that'd be sweet. Yeah, um, I know we just got a new stadium. It's all turf. Just redid everything, so it's looking sweet. We got out there, played uh, OVU, had a nice little scrimmage, mm-hmm. beat them. Um, so yeah, no, we're we're looking pretty good and. Obviously, we're all just stoked to get on that uh, the new turf field. Yeah. Uh, so you were talking about how last semester or last year, I guess, was a little rough. How do you like balance playing baseball and 
schoolwork? So balancing schoolwork and, and baseball has been kind of one of my things that I've been battling for, uh, you know, since high school. Yeah. Um, but uh, getting into college, um, you know, going to classes that are either an hour, 10, hour 15, um, it's really not too difficult because we have a pretty structured schedule with mm -hmm. um, school and then baseball we just kind of work around our schedule. Um, so, for for instance, you know, our fall, we'll have uh, four weeks of four days a week um, that we are uh, in practice and we're, like, they're mandatory practices. Mm -hmm. um, and so those are, those are normally at times that everybody can make them. Um, and then we'll have, like, more of our off-season, off uh, which isn't, it's that optional, mandatory, yeah. mandatory, optional stuff. Um, you got to go mm -hmm. to be on the team. But uh, uh, so no, that's that's what we just got done wrapping up. Um, and it's not, it's it's it was a challenge uh, for sure. My freshman year, coming in, big transition. You know, being four and a half hours away from home, um, and you know, being out on my own, it, it was it was pretty pretty difficult to keep myself in line and. Uh, also, just remember the real reason why I was at school, yeah. um, to get a good education, and then secondly, play baseball and perform at a high level. Um, so, uh, yeah, last year last year was a little different. Um, I didn't play too much. Played a lot of JV. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I got used to got used to it and um, came back this year, and I was able to capitalize on some of the off-season training, um, more of the some of the days that we had off, um, I would go in and get an extra lift in, get some extra swings in the cage in, um, just get extra ground balls, whatever. Uh, so there's been a couple differences from, from last year to this year, and I think it's definitely helped me uh, excel as a player. So, but yeah. Yeah, like at Purdue, it's kind of, I mean, it's not as difficult as it might be for you, but to balance being in a being in a house where you have responsibilities there and holding positions in the house. And then you have stuff at least once, once a week where you have to go to it and it's like a lengthy thing. Right. And then, um, you have to balance out with schoolwork and then you have clubs that you're in. And for me doing the podcast, it's just like a bunch on your, on your plate. But I feel like if you let college give you the right education, not in terms of like what you want to do with your in terms of your career, just in terms of time management, and it's like very beneficial. Yeah, time management was key um, for me. I know last year I was just getting stuck playing video games all the time, um, hanging out with friends when I should probably be, uh, you know, studying a little yeah. bit or doing homework. Um, but that's, I mean, it was your freshman year. Yeah, we all go through it. We all grow. Um, and this year, I just I made the adjustments, and uh, I definitely have seen some better results just in this semester, and uh, hopefully, continuing to see growth in uh, next semester and upcoming years. So, I feel like we all went through that transitional period where we had like our oh shit moments. Yeah, kind no of. Doubt, no doubt. And like I can I can tell that you've like matured over the past year. Yeah, and I feel like. People have seen me mature over the past year in terms of just being more accountable. Yeah. 
in like all walks of life, not yes. just academics, right. but other things too. But I mean, going to college is hard. Yeah. I mean, it's, obviously it's not for everyone. Right. And I've, I've actually talked to a couple of people that, I mean, I've been friends with for years now. And, um, even they've just said, you know, college just isn't for me. And whenever I hear that, I, I understand it because my freshman year was living hell. Like I wanted to leave so bad. Um, I would call my parents every day just being like, when can I come home? Yeah. Um, because it, it is tough. It is different. Um, you know, you're not in high school where you go to school, you come home and you have 30 minutes of homework that you really don't have to do. You can yeah. literally do it in classes before mm-hmm. it's even due. Um, and it's just a total shock when you get up to college. But, uh, but no, yeah, I, I think that college is a good learning experience. Um, yeah um so you talked about how you wanted to come home a lot was it was it the school itself or being so far away from home um I think it was a combination of both being um four and a half hours away it's tough I'm more of a homebody I like being and being in the uh community being involved in everything it's it's definitely um you know it's definitely something different when you go four and a half hours away to a place that you've never been before and you have no friends, mm-hmm. um, nobody that you really know. And that's, I, I have to thank the baseball team yeah. um, big time because if it weren't for the baseball team, I would probably not be there just because when I got in, um, you know, they were like, who the hell is this kid? Like, <laughs> he is full of energy. Um, he's a freshman thinking he's hot shit and mm. he like he just does not belong here yeah um but um they kind of took me in took me in under their under their arms and under their wings or whatever and uh made me feel like a brother so that was kind of it was kind of nice in that in that sense it's kind of like your guys's fraternities mm-hmm. um uh, at the bigger schools and uh in the sense that you guys are involved in something and I think that's one of the biggest things is getting involved in something uh, when you're in college is, is key to success and happiness um, just because you have that close-knit group of friends that you get to hang out with every day um, and it, it takes your mind off a lot of the things but going back to the school or uh, wanting to come home mm-hmm. um, I just think it was, you know, it was tough because school had never really been that hard for me yeah. um, until I had gotten to college. Um, and then just to add on the fact that we were going every day for baseball, mm-hmm. um, doing stuff nonstop, uh, your body just wants to stop and take a break. Um, so it was that a little bit. And then school, like I said, school was tough uh, first semester, first year. Um, so... I just got down on myself a little bit and uh, wanted to come home, but I I definitely have learned from that and uh, grown from that. So. I I'm in a similar boat as you. Like I got down on myself and struggled first semester a lot, and I still had that good strong support of a lot of my friends because I got I got really lucky that Derek uh, Derek Brown Bryce Randolph Jaden Turner uh, Jack Yankee they were all there. Yeah, and like yeah. that's like my tight one of one of my tight groups of friends, and then I rushed the um, Pike 
and I still struggle. Yeah. So it's, I think it's just like a big transition for everyone. I feel like you and I are similar in the way that we like to stay home and chill with our family yeah. and friends. Yeah, no doubt. Rather than go out and do something. Yeah. That makes us uncomfortable, but that also helps us in the long run doing things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's kind of going along with like the helping. I mean, it's kind of what makes you, mm-hmm. you know, in a sense that going through these tough times and, and kind of going down to the lowest lowest point, um, you really kind of, f- like, find what you're made of a little mm-hmm. bit. And uh, it, it really does kind of evoke um, a little bit more of a, you know, what do I want to do? What do I want to get out of this? So um, that's what I kind of took. Um, I kind of looked at it from that perspective. Um, school-wise, baseball-wise, both. And, uh, you know, I think I kind of lost my love for baseball last year mm-hmm. um, at school just because I was getting so stressed with the amount of work I was doing um, and then not seeing the results. Um, but, you know, I went along with the process. I just um, – I went through it, and I was like, you know what, like baseball has been one of my things that I've been doing my whole, my whole life. Um, it's something I've enjoyed my whole life. So why, why am I just now not having fun with it? So really kind of tra- started to um, change my attitude towards things. Um, and that's what I think kind of like has helped me mature. Uh, and you know, I've kind of looked at it as you know, I get the opportunity to wake up every day and go do something that, you know, others don't say they get a, mm-hmm. they don't have the opportunity to yeah. do. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. And that's really kind of changed my perspective on a whole lot of, a lot of things. All right, so playing um, for Marietta, what's the what's the biggest difference between playing for them and then playing for Coach Kiever in Noblesville? Uh, I think one of the biggest uh, differences would definitely be like the the pace at which things go. Um, when I got to Marietta, I was expecting it to be a lot like our high school. Because mm-hmm. uh, we go team. balls to the wall. Yeah. Like we go we, hard. Yeah, we go we do. Three days a week in August, and then pick up like five days a week in the winter. Yeah. And um, so I was expecting it to be very similar in the amount of workload um, in terms of uh, what we were doing in the weight room, what we were doing on the field. But uh, when I got there, it was a bit of a culture shock. Um, Mm -hmm. they expected you to come in and know how to do a lot of things, come in and know how, how it's ran. Um, and so it was different, but, uh, like I said earlier, it's, it's kind of what makes you, and that's kind of, you know, that's a big part of the growing aspect of it, um, is definitely, uh, being able to pick up, you know, at their level Mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, just trying to take out that transition and making it as smooth as possible to come into uh, one of the best Division three programs, if not the best Division yeah. three programs uh, in the country. I think you were probably more prepared than other people, though. Yeah, because no Ke- Coach Kiever sets a fucking phenomenal culture. Yeah, um, that's one of the things that uh, Noblesville and uh, and all has kind of done for me, mm-hmm. um, has really established this culture, uh, a winning culture, and um, of you know we're gonna work our, our asses off, um, and it's gonna pay off in the end, um, and that's very similar 
to Marietta is, you know, we are a championship caliber team. Um, we have the championship caliber players. We've proven it. Um, and so I think, um, I think the culture aspect wasn't different. It was more or less what to expect and the pace of things. Um, practice is not, you know, just go through the motions, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you go, you go a hundred percent every single rep. And if you're not, you're going to get your ass chewed. Yeah. So, um, no, it, it's definitely different, but it's something that you can definitely tell that you're playing at the next level. Yeah. And that's one thing that I love. So. I think Noblesville's kind of gotten away from having a good, a good culture in terms of sports because, I mean, Kiever has it, and then Coach Brady has it for soccer. Yeah, with their, but, with their state title yeah, this they just year. That's state. awesome. That's awesome, yeah. But, I mean, you look at the other sports, it's just like people – don't care about it anymore. Like yeah. football in particular. I mean, we just had that whole Noblesville Athletics melee, whatever it was. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. What were your thoughts on that? Um, personally, I don't. I don't understand why there was a, a whole lot of conflict. I don't know why there was um, a whole lot of buzz in the air about the new coach. I think that uh, you know Noblesville Athletic Department has done a great job in years past um, getting coaches. And I don't really think, per se, it's the coach that's the problem. I think it's kind of a lack of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I don't want to say all the time it's a lack of talent, but I think that we're not in the big conferences where we have guys that are just studs. Coming mm-hmm. out every year, you know, five guys, six guys going D1. We don't have the, the kids that are just – flying past guys, um, you know, it, it's it's different um, at Noblesville for football in particular. Um, and with the whole coaching situation, uh, things that have gone on on Twitter and whatnot, all I have to say is I, I've never once seen it be a community decision on who the next coach was. Yeah, um, I've never once heard of that being the case um and so i think it's just been kind of weird to see people trying to give input um and it just not be recognized um, per se but what were your takes on it um i mean it's hard to say without being involved and that's and that's one thing i'm i'm out of high school um so, like, obviously I care. Um, I want the, the Millers to do the, the best. I want, I'm pulling for them. I'm hoping the best for them. Um, but, you know, it, I'm not there anymore. Yeah. And I was never involved in the football program, so I can't have a say in that. I don't know what their practices were like. I don't know what their team culture was like. You know, we would work out with them here and there um, in the winter. But I... I just never, I just never really surrounded myself with those guys um, enough to know uh, about that culture and what was going on in there. So I think a lot of it, and I mean, obviously, I don't have an insider's opinion, but I mean, from what we saw working out with them over the winter in the weight room, the coaches were trying their best to get people to buy in. 
no one was buying in. Right. Like, there was a handful of guys that were buying in, and you can tell that they bought in, like, Tune and Dalton. Yep. Like, they bought in. Yeah. And they got rewarded with scholarships. Right. But there's just so many people that didn't care or thought the coaches were stupid yeah. or whatever the case may be that it, like, they won't – it wasn't translating to the field. Right. And I feel like – um like, going back to the coaching situation, we could have brought in a guy, Larry Cox, that coached NFL guys. Mm-hmm. And I know – I did a little research, and I know a few of them weren't, like, guys that go to Carmel. They're right. just studs. They're, like, guys that go to Noblesville right. that work their butt off right. to get to where they are today. Yeah, and that's – you know. I think that's the biggest thing was we didn't even give um, that guy an interview. Yeah. Was the biggest problem. And then we went and signed some dude from, what, HSC, I think? Yeah, it was, uh, I think they were offensive coordinator. Yeah, something like that, a coordinator. Them. But, um, yeah, I mean. I just have really, I have really no opinion on it. Um, like I said, I haven't been involved in the football program. Um, I quit playing football in, like, going into fifth grade. Um, and so I just wasn't really too sure on where I really stood. Uh, with the whole situation, but I just think it's, it's a little, I think it's been a little blown out of, out of proportion. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, the fact that all of a sudden everybody's kind of reacting to it. Um, and, and I want to almost say like, instead of putting your focus more on why aren't we, you know, hiring this coach, put, put the efforts that you're putting into that into getting better mm-hmm. and trying to strive to be more of a unit um, and, and do what you can uh, as a team and not just making it a coach's job. Um, another part of it, too, for me was um, seeing how the athletic department treated the former players like Dalton. It's one of the reasons I'm having him come on because they blocked him on Twitter just because he was sharing his opinion. And he really didn't say anything that was wrong or malicious or anything like that. He just said, you guys should, um, so what I'm trying to say, you guys should like take into consideration what the public is saying. Because ultimately those are the kids that are going to play for you guys. And if they don't like the coach or they see how the athletic department carries themselves, they might go to Carmel or Westfield or Heights or whatever. More or less just trying to keep athletes in Noblesville. Yeah. Because we have been known in years past for having um, some of the best teams in, in our conferences. Um, you look at the HCC and it it's a freaking dogfight every yeah. year. Um, whatever sport it is, I mean, um, I remember baseball, dude. We would get so hyped over the littlest of wins. Um, but it was because our conference, we all knew our conference was tough. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the toughest in the States. And I can say that with um, 100% confidence, you know, that um, playing it in, in the HCC is is definitely a battle every day. Um, it's time to go to work every day. And if you're not going to be able to, if you're not willing to put in the work, then we're just going to have a, a shittier culture, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to be winning as much, which is obviously everybody's goal. So, um no, I, I, I agree with 
trying to keep the athletes in Noblesville um, because we have been known for, for winning and being successful uh, in baseball, soccer especially. Um, so, Yeah, I also think that Coach Clark, I think we took Coach Clark for granted. Coach Ryan Clark, he's a um, strength and conditioning coordinator. And he's like the best of the best, and we just took him for granted. No doubt. I, because if we went, if we gave 80% of what he wanted, I feel like we would have had better results. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, I was I was pretty close to Coach Clark, and I still am. Um, you know, I've been going, I was going to his strength and conditioning camps um, since like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to the day, you know, he'll, he'll sit there and, um, the the strides that I made or that we made, um, I don't want to put it more on me. I, I want to put it more as us together. Um, you know, he really developed me to be the athlete I am today. And I, I uh, you know, I, I think that if we would have um, given him more attention and, and um, you know, listened to him and gave him what he was looking for, that we would have been on the right track to possibly more state championships under our belt. Yeah, because, I mean, he's seen everything. He coached um, Jeff Teague, and he's in the NBA now. I forget who he plays for. I think it's the Timberwolves. But, I mean, he's seen everything from winning, having state rings lined up to coming to Noblesville and building it up from nothing. Yeah, literally one of his biggest things was, um, you know, years ago what our weight room is now, we were – we would be standing and working out in a parking lot. Yeah. And I think what he did at Noblesville is tremendous um, in terms of athletic development and just building the culture that Noblesville has today. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no props to him big time. And uh, him actually going to the uh, D1 Sports Academy, I think is what it is. Yeah. Um, sports performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to see how that goes because I think he's going to – It's that's right up his alley. Yeah. Um, I talked to him this past summer, and uh, he just – I think it was his time to get away from the school aspect of things and focus more on the athletes that really do want to get better and uh, are truly there to, to become the best athlete that they can. Well, um, along with doing that, he's also being a professor for Butler, I think. Yeah, I saw that, which actually. Which is nuts. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. Yeah, I'm, I don't I know what he's, he's doing. doing but, things. Yeah. But I think that's huge for him. No doubt. I think, he, I think he still needs a little bit of the um, education side. I do, too. Because I think, I think he is, he's a very good teacher. If he I, uh, taught something else... I feel like he'd be a very good teacher. Yeah. When I came into Marietta, um, I had such a better understanding than most of the guys um, coming in. And even on the team, um, I was able to talk to our uh, strength coach from last year, who's now at Otterbein. um, And I was just talking to him about, you know, kinesthetic awareness, um, knowing what your body is doing Mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah knowing how your body should be moving, how your body should be feeling when you're doing different exercises. Um, and he he was kind of blown away in a sense that here's a freshman coming in from Noblesville, Indiana. Like, where's that? <laughs> Four and a half hours yeah. away. And I know a good, 
know, probably no more than him. Yeah, like I had I had a you know pretty in depth knowledge of strength training, um, conditioning, and and all those different aspects of uh, that go into to baseball. So he was pretty impressed with that. Um, but like I said, this is all thanks to Coach Clark and what he had uh, provided me with. So wouldn't be in the spot I am today without him for sure. And I think you can take. Um, what Coach Clark has told us and what the strength room teaches you and apply to other areas. Like, because uh, one of the big things that he said was um, the weight room is the best um, classroom. Yeah. Because it teaches you, like, the weight will push you down and you got to get up somehow. Yeah. And right. I feel like a lot of people can um, relate to that in terms of, like, business or for me, the podcast, because the podcast isn't going to do well right off the bat it's going to push you down you got to get back up somehow I think that's just you know that's overcoming adversity and that's one of the biggest things that he really kind of taught me is dude you're not you're not just going to fly through this like this isn't just going to be a breeze this isn't just going to be all sunshine and rainbows all the time Um, you're going to have to work your ass off to to get your results and to see you know positive feedback so um, yeah no doubt that overcoming adversity has been one of the toughest things that uh, you got to learn how to cope with. So continuing down the alley of like motivation and things of that nature, how do you feel about flex standard? Cause I know I support them. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think, I think they're on the right track. I think that, uh, you know, TJ Breeze and Thomas Riggin, Kevin Weiss and a couple of their other friends that they've been uh, doing uh, the, the prank videos with. Um, it's definitely something that's up and coming. Uh, YouTubing and, and whatnot is definitely something that uh, a lot more people have uh, started to take initiative in, and I think they just started off um, on a hot note. I think they came in and did did a couple videos that were really really good, got them to a good starting point, and uh, I'm excited to see where they go with it. I think um, I think they have a lot of potential in uh, what they do. Um, if you guys haven't gone and looked at them, I do recommend that because I laugh every time that I open up mm-hmm. a video. And uh, especially recently, they've, they've been getting better um, with their edits and their, their intros yeah, and whatnot. a lot better. Yep. Yeah. So big shout out to you guys. Keep grinding. Um, I mess with it. So, uh, yeah. No, I, I definitely, I definitely uh, like it. So I'm excited to see where they go. Yep. Um, I'll leave their stuff linked in the description of this video um, on YouTube. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised at how hard they went at the beginning. Yeah. Because usually no. people will take it slow. Like, I, for example, I've taken my stuff slow. But they just jumped right to it, and they've been uploading and uploading and uploading. Yeah, and that's one of their biggest things is, like, yo, how many videos do you guys want a week? And mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of leaving it up to the people to kind of decide, which I kind of like because – you know they want they want their followers to like it and they want their mm-hmm. followers to keep coming back and that's one good way to to keep them coming back is what do they want you know what what do you guys want to see us do next and so I think that's that's been pretty sweet to see them uh, just enjoy the process and enjoy the uh, the pro, uh, the the pranks that they've been mm-hmm. they've been doing so yeah yeah I think it's actually I mean it's fun for them. Like, yeah. this is fun for me. I think... So, it's not, like, a job. Like, they don't... It's not a hassle for them to go make these videos. Like, they actually enjoy it. Right. Which will make things so much easier. Yeah. And, um... I think that they're... 
I think that the, they will be doing good things yeah, down the road. Maybe yeah, not yeah. now. Um, I mean, they're still, they still are doing good things now, but it's just going to keep growing and yeah. growing and yeah. growing. Yeah, no doubt. But, I mean, I support them. Um, hopefully, they'll be in the podcast soon. we got to figure out a date. I'll probably text them right after this. But, um, yeah, yeah I, I mean. Be sweet, sweet podcast to yeah, get them on and, and talk to them about it. Yeah, just hear about, like, why they started. I think they started because of Danny Duncan. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, they went backstage with Danny. Yeah, and talk, and they, they, they talked to him yeah, for like thirty minutes. Yeah, which is pretty rare whenever yeah. you go backstage and get those passes or whatnot. So I think that's pretty sweet. They definitely have a um, unique story. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, like like we've been saying, we're excited to see where they go. Um, I think they're on the right track. Yeah, I need to talk to Joe Rogan then. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy, but um. So with New Year's coming up, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't know. New Year's resolutions are hard for me just because, like, the stuff that I want to, like, consider, like, New Year's resolutions, I normally just try to start whenever I think of the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to, like, I know a lot of people start, like, oh, I'm going to go work out. Well, one, I'm an athlete, so I've yeah. been working out, and I continue to work out. Um, so for me, it's more or less just kind of, like, almost like a mindset thing like it's a new year let's start off fresh like let's end fresh so mm-hmm. um just kind of trying to grow as a person um i think this year more or less i'm just going to try to start getting closer um with all my friends that that i have because i mean we're all growing up quick uh, my birthday was two weeks ago and i can't believe i'm 20 now. yeah <laughs> like it's crazy to think that um and, you know, like, who will I have by me, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the next 10 years? Um, I want to be close with all the all the friends that I had in high school and all the friends that I'm going to be making in college because, you know, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed my high school and college years that I've had so far. Um, and I'm, I really like all my friends that I've yeah. had throughout those times. So, yeah, definitely just kind of growing as a person, um, trying to reconnect with people that either either I've kind of grown distance from or um, people that I'm still close with, you know, like you, Grant, um, Derek Brown, you know, all those guys, Ryan Plummer, all those guys, Bryce. So, yeah, I think just kind of reconnecting and and maintaining good friendships. Mm -hmm. I think for me, mine's going to be to just be more accountable, and that's not necessarily something you can measure. But it's something that you know, yeah. like in your heart, yeah. that you're doing better as a as a person, whether that be for the podcast or being a better friend or um, doing better in school, holding myself more accountable and studying yeah. for the times that I actually need to. Right. So I think I'm going to do that. But yeah. nice, nice. Did you see that uh, North Korea was going to send us a Christmas present? I didn't until <laughs> right before this, and that's funny. Um that's that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Twitter was egging them on and egging them on. I yeah. thought it might fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be goofy. That'd be goofy for sure. All right, man. We're going to wrap this up now. Uh, thanks for coming on. It was really fun. Yeah, no doubt. I enjoyed it. Like I was saying, I was excited mm-hmm. uh, to be on the podcast. I had been waiting for a while. So, uh, yeah, no doubt. I'm glad to be on and glad you're doing well. Good to reconnect for sure. Yep, for sure. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.